Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalind McNally. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Earth School. It is our little last episode before the end of this Mm. year and we will be back early next year so we thought it'd be nice just to have a little wrap up um sort of sharing ways ideas of maybe closing off the year of maybe stepping into these last this last week of the year maybe even yeah to see what comes from that there is what i was thinking would be nice so we get to reflect on the year that has been and still is 2021 Vivi, you're very welcome, my dear. Oh, what a year it's been, huh? It has been inter- interesting is the word I would keep yeah. using for the last few years. <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, where to start? I mean, the general idea I always have towards the end of the year around winter solstice, end of any kind of cycle really is, going forward we're gonna stand on the shoulders of what lies behind us so before i move on i sort of want to clean house a little bit you know so this idea of okay what has happened what's my relationship even to the last year and is there anything that requires my attention healing digestion releasing so that i'm not just like running away from the last year you know the way whatever we have undigested is sort of following Mm. us from one relationship into the next, from one job to the next, it catches up with us. So I think looking at the year and going like, what's there for me? Like, what's the gold? What's the information? That's how I would sort of generally approach it. Mm, That would be the same. Like, it's like an opportunity (laughs) to pause, like, and look back and reflect over the last year. Like, because if, if you think even like we've had, like a whole year and more than likely all we remember maybe is the last few weeks mm. you know like maybe the last couple of months possibly we can sometimes forget how much we've changed in the course of a year especially if, maybe, if there's been challenges towards the end or something's maybe rocked the boat in the last few weeks and months that by sort of taking that time to reflect on like the 12 months like that you actually get to see the full mm. picture of how you've grown and evolved, the challenges you've met, how you've met them, but also you get to decide then, okay, like what can I do to to honour the completion of this cycle if I follow this as a cycle, like, and I can, no matter what other cycles I follow, and then how can I then sort of allow that completion to allow me to step forward into another cycle, knowing that it's not a full stop, it's a continuation, it's the ending and a beginning at the same time. Like, So I see this as lovely little period that if we can take the space, and you can do this, doesn't have to be this week because sometimes it can be a little bit chaotic, but even in January, like, you know, there's no set end date, which I think is the most important thing, is that you can review this, this what 2021 has been to you at any stage, but I think it's so worth taking it and because then you're really taking, as you said, like you're taking the gold from it, like, but then you're composting the residue that maybe is still sticking to you. Mm-hmm. I think with that uh, journaling, I, I, I just love journaling um, because as you go on through the year, you can kind of flick through your journaling, and pick up those little things that you completely forgot about, you know, because again, nervous system tends to remember the big things and it tends to remember the difficulty mm-hmm. more than 
you know, the, the smaller things. And each year as I'm going back through my journal, I'm like surprised how many things cognitively I completely forgot. You know, they that, that were beautifully, mm. they're enlivening, expansive. They were like just like really worthwhile memories to carry forward, you know. Um, and so, yeah, including them as well, because I think our, our sense of self going forward depends on that integration, you know, because if you just see our failures, for example, going forward, a sense of confidence of what we're able to do in the new year is mm. like, is compromised. Mm. So it's it's about finding a balance between, yeah, looking at those things where we chickened out, where we let ourselves maybe down, let other people down, the things we have to forgive, you know, where we have to forgive ourselves, forgive others, all those things. Um, but also like really acknowledging where we, you know, give ourselves a high five for it, where we where we succeeded, where we surpassed our expectations, where we just handled that one extra thing that we thought is going to break us and we're still here. So when mm. we bring them both together, I think as we go on forward, even because we are at a threshold, I feel between, you know, weaving the past into the future, this sort of infinity loop around dreaming about next year, what's our vision, where do we want to head and then going back into into memory and integrating that. Um, but having sort of a, a more fuller picture or more maybe a little more truthful picture of of how mm. we showed up in the last year for ourselves uh, is really important because that in influences how we sort of what we see and think is possible for us, how we vision mm. for the next year. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think it's important sometimes to remember the context of which of our year or personal year, like in the collective year nearly. Because like we can, we can look back in a year and maybe dismiss it, or maybe see that it was all a shit show that way. Like, or I didn't get that done. I didn't do enough. I didn't achieve enough. I all what I did not mm. do. Like, but then when we maybe stand back and look at the context, oh, maybe I moved house. Maybe you know there was a death in the family. Like, m- maybe I actually like you know burnt out and needed to stop. Maybe one of the children were sick. Do you know like? as well as the collective as in we're in the middle of COVID still and all they're still happening and the impact of that something outside of your control in a sense and I sometimes think we can be very harsh on ourselves at this time of year especially if we're comparing ourselves to other people or other things we might see in social media that we really understand like the the lay of the land that we've lived through like do you know like because somebody else might look at and go my god how come how come you didn't do more of this or you could have did this and you could have did that but we can go, but no, I didn't maybe have the energy for that. Or I decided I didn't want mm. to do it this way or I needed time out or there were other priorities that came in place. Like, so instead of measuring it by what I've produced or what I've achieved, <clears throat> I'm going to maybe measure, not even measure, but really reflect on how my relationships have grown. Mm. Maybe with all my family, with myself, maybe how I've taken back, you know, some of my own power and maybe where I've directed my time, you know, the the strength that I had to do X, Y, Z, like, or to say no to X, Y, Z. Do you like, so you're flipping it. Sometimes I think it's important to flip it on rather than what I've done. The, you know, my to-do list, have I got all that ticked off? Because we all know that you'll carry that forward for the rest of your living life. Like, you know, but look back on, you know, how what I've received from this year, how I've grown internally. And I think it's so important sometimes of going, I've really honoured my needs and I've really honoured the needs maybe of my family versus what society thinks I should be measuring at this time of mm. year. 
Yeah, I think that's such an important part to remember, like the shift from, you know, again, once more the from the doing to the being, you know, what are the mm. things I've done? Yes, but also because that goes straight away into what I have I not done, but also how have certain experiences made me feel? And we, if we start to value that looking back, we're like, okay, yeah, I downsized there a good bit maybe in my job. But as a result, I had like way more time with my partner kids. And like, how did I feel in the moments when I were, was with them, you know? And I think what it does, it there's a possibility just to have a different relationship with ourselves. So not just the being that does all the things, but the human being that is complex and dimensional and has many folds and, and many interesting corners. And, you know, to, to integrate that. And I think that for me that leads also into approaching you know next year i'm not a big fan of bucket lists i never had one i'm not a personally a big fan of this typical sort of goal setting because i i feel like mm. apart from the kick that you get out of setting a goal and then getting getting to it but that like lasts very a very short amount of time instead of goal setting which is usually connected to the doing part again or the things in our life you know um I like to foreshadow the year as well and through through the feeling body. Like, how do I want to mm. feel? Like, how do I want to feel in my relationships? How do I want to feel at work? How do I want to feel just in my body on an everyday level? How do I want to feel when I think about finances, you know? So kind of starting with, starting at home in ourselves. And then as a mm. result from that, it's like, well, if I want to feel like that, what are the actions I need to take? And so reversing that, I think we can practice that when we look back, because if you only honor what you've done and produced in the last year, it's very difficult to switch over into the new year and honor what you, you know, what you want in terms of a feeling mm. basis. So I think going back is sometimes easier to get an access, look at all the things that, like, how have they made you feel? What were the experiences you've had? You know, were there maybe, did you get access to, you know, a, a, a new feeling? <laughs> You know, whether mm -hmm. that is a new level of joy or like, oh, I didn't know I could be, you know, grumpy and ecstatically happy at the same time. You know, it's like, especially because you mentioned earlier when, the, when there's a death as well, when there's a death close by that opens up our feeling body or that, that spectrum into, you know, experiencing grief maybe for the first time. And mm -hmm. so instead of going, it was a good year, it was a bad year. I felt good. I felt bad. It's like how much of the human mm -hmm. spectrum of, of feelings have I experienced in the last year and and what are the feelings I want to explore in, even in the, in the next year? So I think mm. that's a way of moving away from that linear aspect. And, and that doesn't mean you can't have goals around that, but then your goals, mm. your goals are the way in which you get to the feeling, not not the other way around where you pick some mm. goals because that they sound juicy and then you hope that goal will make you feel a certain way, you know, like a six-figure job or like a certain house or, you know, being a mother. And we assume then, okay, when I have that or when I am that, I feel a certain way. Mm. It's like, how about if we start the other way around? How do you want to feel? Like, what's your core desired feelings? Yeah. Because mm. then you can tap into that anytime. Do you know, like, and you're not waiting for the when I have or when I get to X, Y, Z, like, and I think it's like really, do you know, like it's a nice place to stop and think about how you've grown in this last year, like how you've grown in your relationship with yourself. What have you learned about yourself? Like, do you know, like, and that can be all aspects of yourself 
that which is fabulous and beautiful about how great you are because you are mm-hmm. that way but also those little parts that maybe we're looking for a little bit of tend and a little bit of love mm-hmm. like and that maybe you started that process or maybe you just acknowledge that it's there but I'm not ready to start that process but it's the acknowledgement of how much you've grown because hopefully you have like do you know like, and that's more about how you feel mm-hmm. like how you feel in yourself like you know, like how are you how are you at this moment in yourself? What's alive in you? And then what wants to continue to grow within you? Like and we've chatted so much in different episodes about reclaiming parts of yourself, like and acknowledging what parts have I actually had the courage to take back mm. and bring out into light in a sense, as and bring out through myself just in my life that way, like what parts have I really fed and what have they given me? And what's changed from that there? You know, I think that is a really, really important aspect. Um, because especially when we then go back, I think a lot about digesting the past year is also sort of tidying up the unfinished business. And so mm-hmm. if we can do this processing work first, the self-acknowledgement work and the healing and the, you know, and, and also like behaving and just the fucking greatness <laughs> that you are, something shifts there is there's a distinct shift that that happens when we go through this process in a way there is an elevation of our of our frequency in a way there's an expansion of our sense of self Mm. so from this more elevated expanded or healed place we can then go back and tidy up the bits so then if i go back and have to have those conversations where maybe have to ask for forgiveness where i have to apologize where maybe i have to you know close out a relationship in the way it has been I'm doing it from an already integrated, where the growth of me has been integrated and from that elevated place I'm going back, mm. which tends to give us slightly more wholesome results. It doesn't mean it's necessarily easy uh, instead of going going there, there first. So I mm. think, yeah, integration, elevation first, getting sort of a, connecting to your wise self rather than the insane self. <laughs> The part where mm. you can rest back and go like hands up yep that was totally on me and i'm sorry for that and when you can own that when you can when there's a certain level of peace in your vibration when you think about the things that you're like yeah i've overstepped the line i misjudged the situation when you sort of start to make peace with that and you're forgiving yourself then going to that person that that conversation will land completely different whether they're ready for it mm. is that that's totally on 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 their side they might still not kind of <laughs> receive you with open arms but from your perspective when we're talking about closing out the year that has a totally different power a totally different potential mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think there's real power in acknowledging what didn't go well like you know where we messed up what didn't go according to plan where we had to adjust what where we had to let go of expectations mm-hmm. Do you know, like with the things that hurt us, the losses, the endings, you know, because A, we're really allowing ourselves to honour those transitional points. We're allowing ourselves to honour those emotions. But then in some of those places, there may then be something for us to receive from that there. Like, do you know, like, so if I can see, oh, actually that happened because of something happened outside and no control, or I totally forgot that was even an intention for my year. Do you know, like, or actually I didn't keep track of anything and I actually needed help and I didn't ask for that. Do you know, like, so you can begin to see the little places that maybe where you're needing support or whether you decided actually that's not even something I want to carry forward. 
know, I've had that on my list or I've had this thing that I've been looking to do that for the last 20 years. Seriously to God, maybe it's time I actually let it go. Like, do you know, so you're sort of using it to allow it to feed you for your way forward then as well. Yeah, it's it's clearing out, right? It's in a way simplifying, um, going through the things that need attention and then deciding, do they get to stay? Do they get to, to get to go? So mm. that we're... We, we're, we're arriving at this true winter solstice point, right? This true Capricornian, Saturnian energy quality of when you look out at the trees, there are no more, no more leaves on the trees. It's like you're letting go mm. of everything and anything that doesn't essentially has to be brought across the threshold, mm. whether it's the winter solstice or into the new year. So I think this sort of like lightening the load as well in a very reflective place. I think is a real is a real big aspect for me in closing out the year. Mm. And just when you're chatting sort of about the trees and the bare bones and all, like it's kind of like imagine if I could actually just decide that when I cross this threshold, I'm actually starting on a clean mm-hmm. slate. And if I was to start from that place, what what is possible? Like versus. I'm starting from this clean slate, but really, in all honesty, I've got 14 layers of paint on it and so many other things that I'm carrying forward from the last number of years. So imagine if I was able to just give myself that permission mm-hmm. slip of going, let's start from, like, in a sense, from the ground up or from zero up or whatever way it might describe it, like from the bare bones and start to rebuild, like, because sometimes that can give us an idea of what we really want to send to the compost. Yeah. And you know what, if you've, if you've never done this, it can feel a lot at the end of a year. <laughs> um, one way I found over the years that works really well for me is do the same process throughout the year several times. So whether mm. it's sometimes do it with a calendar month at the end of the month, just the same process of everything that we've talked about so that I go into the next calendar month with like the clean slate. Sometimes I work with the moon cycles. Sometimes I work with my own, my own cycle. Um, mm. In that way, it doesn't it it doesn't really matter which sort of whatever speaks to you at any given time. But having sort of these sub um, sort of wheels or these sub cycles, where where you start to realize, oh my god, I can actually do that even at the end of every day, you know. Mm. And so at the end of a day, there's not that much to process. It's just like you know the last twelve hours essentially, um, but it. It builds a habit, I find. It builds a habit of, and you're feeling sort of the the impact when you go into bed and you've done this clearing out work before you go to bed, your sleep changes, you know, and then you wake up more refreshed. And as you're practicing then waking up in the new, new on a new day with sort of like this clean slate, where am I going? Where's my intention going forward? That's essentially the same dynamic as we're talking about now for the end of the year. So and ultimately, it's the same as your in and the out breath. You know, you can once you start looking at the cycles, you see them just everywhere. Um, mm. And then you can just like self-enforce your own rhythm. You're just going to go for the next 10 days. I'm just going to do a massive clear out and it could be in the mid of feckin' May. Like, you know, it, do, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Mm. But just this practice of um, of clearing out and inviting in and healing and just paying attention. It it makes in a way, it slows life down in, 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 in the way that it actually gives more meaning to the mundane. You know, you're paying a little bit of attention where you're already in the next month otherwise, but you you took a moment and you're going to remember that she's that phone call of my friend that was really, that was so supportive. Like she just knew when to call. Maybe you just sent her a card. And so 
we're moving away from from the goals and defining ourselves just by our titles and by our you know our jobs and and how much we've achieved in that way and we start to define ourselves as 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 a being who lives in this web of life and and it changes not just the meaning but it changes also how we act and how when I say how important we feel I don't mean necessarily ego important <laughs> But just seeing that that natural worthiness of a human being and the connection we have and how we show up in these connections makes a difference. It makes a difference to us and it makes a difference to these other people. Like whether, you know, if you're an asshole, the other person who receives you is an asshole. So if you're, <laughs> if you're doing this reflection work, we're trying essentially to be less often in this asshole behavior, you know. <laughs> and sometimes we can avoid it and sometimes we just, we just can't. Um, but yeah, making it like the smaller dynamic, it just feels like it really helps. And on a practical level, I have sort of the, let's say at the end of the month or the end of a, a moon cycle, I sort of have journaled around that as well. So when I'm going back now, I'm going through the different moon cycles and I'm going through the different months mm -hmm. and kind of start pulling out. I was like, oh yeah. So it's, it's much faster, but sometimes I still, I still to this day, just pick random pages in a journal and just like read through them. I was like, oh my God, mm -hmm. I didn't actually... I pull that out again. I kind of oversaw that in sort of my monthly refresh uh, and pull that out um, and give a little bit more weight to that. Yeah. So it's just getting mm. juicy in so, the getting refamiliarized with the flow, the coming and the going of life, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And so much happens like in our lives. So much. We can only hold like, what is it? Five pieces of information at one time. Like, so when you initially sit down to do your review, you remember the, probably the last five things that have happened, like, you know, in all honesty. So by doing it at a regular pace or in a way that aligns with our own internal rhythms, it allows us to remember so much more of what we've navigated in this mm -hmm. in this last year, like, and even beyond that, if we go beyond that, like, but it also helps us then because we're consciously stepping out of one phase to actually ask, how do I want to step in? to the next and how do I actually want to leave this mm -hmm. one you know like rather than just rushing forward into a new year and filling in the calendar and creating that to-do list and adding in all the goals and all this here like actually stopping and thinking how do I want to end this one and what do I need to do that there like you know whether it is certain parts maybe making amends with people making amends with yourself honouring things that have happened um, and then how do I want to step in like, yeah do you know, so like I'm really aware and conscious of this point, this threshold. Yeah. And in a way, I think that time between sort of the Christmas holidays and then the New Year's, it's a really interesting time, isn't it? I think and people have like this love-hate relationship with that time. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my God, it's great because I don't know what day it is <laughs> of the week. But oh my God, I really hate it because I don't know what day of the week it is. So it, it, it carries collectively just because we've practiced lately probably the, the christmas new year thing a little bit more than the winter solstice that's just coming in now again so it's, it lives in our mm -hmm. collective body that you know there's not knowing that time in between can be both it can be be a love hate sort of you know depending on how you're wired you know do you do you like the not knowing then you probably favor it a little bit more when this the structures are falling off and if you if you need clear structures it can be a little bit alarming to the nervous system as well mm -hmm. um but yeah, it's it's. I think it's a it's a really potent time, and I've been thinking that a lot about since I came back here, like passing through Germany and spending Christmas in December with my family where I grew up. And we have we have an expression for for this whole pre Christmas 
time like leading up to the 20 we celebrate the 24th christmas as such um and it's called we call it gstade zeit which means as much as like quiet cozy loving time and um because where my parents live is is the countryside and it's just to me it's so it's really beautiful how the the houses are decorated but there is definitely a quietness to it there is not quite the the craziness of let's say mm. you know the, the the city dynamic or the, the the western world the consumerism so much and it just reminded me of like you know innately we are connected to that time the lead up to the winter solstice is called gestartet zeit which is like the quiet cozy peaceful mm. time so if we're just thinking of how our last four weeks were leading into this, so if they were like loud and hectic, again, just maybe give yourself between now and the new year a bit of a bit of time just to quieten down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because usually when we stop rushing, um, we kind of know, you know, we, we know what we want. If we quieten down enough, we mm-hmm. we also know what we are not want, and we we really, if we're honest to ourselves, we know where we kind of stepped over the line a little bit, where an apology is needed, and and we also deeply know which relationships at the moment are nurturing to us and which are not so much. So I think it's about bringing the power back into yourselves and honoring those old traditions of quieting down. Um, and yet still making it cozy and connected and, you know, in whatever way, lighting a candle. Mm. Um, mm. But just maybe like shying away from overloading your system and um, and trusting that as you flossing out, as you simplify, that you come home into a place of knowing. Because we all have it, right? Deep down. We don't always have mm. access to it. Yeah. But it's there. We just don't give ourselves space to have access to it. Yeah. Uh, well, like, you know, if you think of this time of year, like what it really is energetically and what we, we've sort of turned it into, they're nearly polar opposites. Like, do you know, like, so even when you do stop, a lot of people like finishing up work and wrapping up things, do you know, like maybe getting stuff ready for the kids and then all the pressure then of maybe, you know, for people maybe this year, it's like, will they get home? Will they not get home? They'll maybe travel in last minute, all the anxiety, the fear around yeah. all of that. Who's come to dinner? Who's not come to dinner? Do you know, like the pressure of we have to have like the table set up in the most beautiful way and it has to be built. definitely Instagrammable, like definitely Instagrammable because you're not doing Christmas if it's not Instagrammable. That's my sarcasm. But like, you know, we've all these pressures which are the opposite of Turn, turn everything off like and just go sit with those that you care for or just go sit on your own you know like and have that space but initially when you stop it's like everything's catching up mm. on you like you know the brain needs to, you need space to begin to wind down like and also if you think of you know this idea of gift giving or like gifting our loved ones we've totally turned it into something like giving a thing to someone else that represents mm. really your love your appreciation your you know your yeah your 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 wish to you know give thanks to the other person so like in what ways can we still show all of that but like bypassing the things you know because really, mm. really whatever present you're giving it's like oh my god like it, that's so thoughtful of you. So it's 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 a it's a symbol that you really have listened throughout the year. You really see what that other people is longing for, and so so much of that exchange it's about witnessing each other, and really seeing each other, mm. and gifting each other our presence, and whether that presence not 
whether that presence is um, in person, if we get to do that, and or mm-hmm. whether that is like via online connections, because there mm-hmm. are some tough calls that all families have to do this Christmas again. Um, but again, it's a. It, I feel like there's always in that panic whenever we're thinking like, oh my God, I need another ribbon or like, I forgot the wrapping paper, I have to go back out. There's always like, just come back and like, think about like, who are you giving something to and what is it that you really appreciate appreciating about that person and how can you bring that across? You know, maybe like writing mm-hmm. a few extra words on that card or maybe even going back to making a homemade card, you know? Um, I just think there is a portal to connecting back to what's what's really important to us. Um I think that's the invitation, you know. It's like, then the question is just, do we get sidetracked or do we, you mm-hmm. know, are we willing to to engage in that level? Because technically then bringing it forward, it, it can be a time for for deeper connectivity that you feel more part of the, the web that we all are, whether we get to see each other in, in person or not. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Mm. On that, we will wrap up this little episode. Cool. Lovely. Well, we'd like to thank everybody yeah. for another little year of joining us on the podcast. That's been year Thanks two, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll go into our third year next year. So excited. <laughs> so it's been a pleasure to have you with us on this journey. We wish you a beautiful Christmas and a peaceful crossing into 2022. And we look forward to connecting with you in January. So take care. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dalman. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com.